We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Purple Talk Podcast here on NBC Sports California. We're going global. Doug Christie is joining us, but also Mr. Jack Cooley. Captain Jack, what's going on, dude? How much, man? Glad to be here. Uh, glad we could find a time with a 16-hour time difference that worked for everybody. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a little tough, man. Uh, so you're, you're just finished up with your season in Japan. Uh, but are you just kind of stuck there at this point because of all the travel bans and all of the the lack of mobility? Um, not as much stuck, more so. Uh, it's just right now in Okinawa where I am, it's a beautiful tropical island. It's like the Hawaii of Japan. And wow. uh, where I live is Chicago and it snowed yesterday. So I could go home if I wanted to. It's just um, <laughs> things are so much more relaxed here, too. And uh, there's no run on toilet paper or anything. We're allowed to go outside. So I'm just going to feel it out and stay here until, uh, for the work. foreseeable future. Uh, how, how do you like playing over there? I mean, what, what, what's the difference? Kind of give us the lay of the land when uh, when you run out on the court in Japan. Well, it's. It's different because the first thing is there's a there's a few differences, but the first things are um, you're only allowed two non-Japanese players on the team. Okay. So on the court at all times, you'll usually have two Americans and then three Japanese players, and the Japanese players or Japanese people in general are usually not the tallest. So most of the foreigners are big men. So then it's just big men playing big men. So it's weird because the level overall isn't the highest but you're going against other really good big men so for mm. me it's just such a weird vibe how it works where i'm playing against a good player but the overall quality is good but it's just different yeah who's the the biggest i guess the best big man that you've played against while you're you've been over there uh some more notable names ryan kelly's here jeff ayers is here um one of my good friends, David Simon, he's one of the leading scorers in the league here. Devontae Gardner is one of the leading scorers in the league here. So it's just some, like, big men that you've, like, are in the back of your mind. They're like, oh, yeah, he was good. And then they come to Japan and just 
it's it's such good living here. It's better than anywhere I've played outside of the NBA. It's it's so nice in Japan. Is yeah, it is it I, nice because of is it nice because of the area how they treat you? I, I had a buddy that was in college, Dana Jones, that played at Pepperdine, and he went to Japan and played. And he actually had to he had a job, and he also played basketball. Mm -hmm. Is it still that way? Uh, yeah. I mean, the, just the, another thing I was gonna say is Japanese people are so unbelievably nice that like they never they never boo. Not one time do they ever boo. They always uh, cheer. It's <laughs> wild i've never seen anything like it they like cheer for both teams everything's so happy uh, and just that's the way the vibe is here because alexandra went home for christmas and then uh, it's not the people back home were being mean they just weren't being like japan nice so she was just like wow this, this is so weird because you just get used to it how nice everybody is here and um it's a, it's a different vibe Oh, now, man. like Doug talked about jobs, I mean, like it seems like you would be really good at a bunch of jobs there. Like you could change, like light bulbs <laughs> yeah. without needing a step stool. Like you could do a lot of things that that you know sh shorter individuals can't do. There, you could clean yeah, gutters. Is. I mean, there are a lot of things you could do. <laughs> I yeah, I could hang telephone poles. It's just it's all good <laughs> stuff. But uh, yeah, it's just strange because the league only has like maybe like six Japanese big men that are over six six and they're all on the top tier teams. So it's uh it's interesting to see. When you uh look at the the level of Japanese play now we have everything that's going on with uh coronavirus. What what like how's the vibe? Are they trying to bring everything back or are they kinda on hold like the rest of the world? Yeah we we're going to try to push through the league and continue to play. And the league did a lot of really good things because we played a weekend. So here in Japan, you play Saturday, Sunday, every weekend at least. And then sometimes you have a Wednesday game. And there was a three-week stretch where we had Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, mm. Wednesday. And um, But one of the games they tried was on the weekend. It was a Saturday, Sunday, and they had no fans. And they did the way that the NBA wants to try to propose it. And we played back-to-back -back games with no fans. And the team, the league also had everyone do personal checks. You took your temperature every morning. They gave you a physical check to make sure everybody that was associated with the team was okay to play in this game. Right. So I was okay with it. I was, I was like, whatever, I want to play. If they say it's safe, yeah. I'm going to go. But some guys, um, some of the other Americans were not as okay with it and kind of got a little ignorant. Um, really? With it. You know, I've been used to playing in Europe. You know, I'm used to just playing in any circumstances. So I'm like, screw yeah. it, let's just go play. And um, so it, it was fun. I played very, very well in those two games, actually, too. So it was, it was very fun. What kind of numbers do you put up in, in Japan? Just like, I, you're still dominating, right? Yeah, I led the league in rebounding. I think it was, what, 13.3 a game. And scoring was like I was eighth, ninth. I think it was at like 19 um, per game. So 19 and 13.3. You know, I, I was wondering, I mean, you played in Italy uh, last year. You played in what the Bundesliga, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Where have you played? Why don't you just rattle off where you've played? So the first year is <laughs> a nice, I've, I've taken a nice test of everywhere. I've, the first year out, I played in Turkey uh, in Trabzon, yeah. a small, small city out in Turkey. And then the next year I played in Utah in the G League. Um, and then after that I went to Spain and I played in the ACB and Euro League. 
And then after that, I went to the Bundesliga. I went to Germany. And then I, after that, was with you guys back in good old Sacramento. And then Italy. And then um, now I'm in Japan. Have you reached out to any of your people? Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just, have you reached out to anybody in Italy uh, that you played with just to check in and see how everybody's doing there? Because it's just brutal there. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. And I have reached out. I texted, we still have the group chat from last year. And I reached out to each of them individually and asked. And luckily, knock on wood, all their families are all right. And knock on wood, we're all young, high caliber athletes. So it, it, we're not the target group. But as the whole point of this isolation things, that's not the reason we're doing this. It's for the people who aren't okay. So they're uh, luckily, everyone's okay. And they're doing well and healthy. They're bored out of their minds but you know they're doing they're doing well what's the uh jack cooley in-house workout that keeps you in t- such top physical performance shape <laughs> i uh it had been nothing lately and uh <laughs> <laughs> which was bad so then i needed to, uh today i went i since we're on the beach and the beaches aren't closed i do a nice awful beach workout i woke up early and did that today and um yeah it's terrible it's you I don't got know it tough I man but the funny <laughs> yeah i know but the funny thing is like the beaches and the parks aren't closed so i'm working out i have my headphones in i'm looking at the ocean i'm doing it and i turn around there's like 10 15 people that are fans of the team just watching they were properly spaced next to each other oh, okay. they were like six feet apart <laughs> but like it was just so funny i just turned it just all with masks on <laughs> watching lined up and i was like oh <laughs> but it stuck because I couldn't take breaks because I didn't want him to think I was weak or out of shape. So I had yeah. to just rip through the whole workout. boy. <laughs> now, Jack, you talk about that. Um, I assume they're Jack Cooley fans. How is it, do you think that you've be, been able to become like this, this cult hero for basketball fans? I mean, I, I watched the other day, you, you just had a birthday. And you must have got, I, I didn't look how many, but every single person that I know from Sacramento was in your timeline wishing you a happy birthday. It's just, you've been able to capture the imagination of people or something. I'm not, what do you think it is that has made you, you know, really like this, this cult hero amongst basketball people? Uh, I don't know. That, oh, that's a good question. I've been asked that a lot. And it's just, I think that as you know, I've played summer league seven years. Like I've, I've done all these little things. And I think that the point of never trying to, make it look like and lie like I'm bigger than anybody else I'm just some dude that just tries his face off every single time I go out there and just you know everybody really appreciates that I think respects that and just uh, I don't know I also make time for a lot of the fans like you I play like video games with a lot of the diehard Kings fans that are always the top tweeters and things like that and I don't know I don't know if you saw this but Vince Carter tweeted me happy birthday and we are friends and talk often but like Wow, that was pretty sick. Hey, that is pretty sick. I know because after I tweeted the thing, he's like, "You're an idiot." He texted me, and I'm like, "Thanks, man." <laughs> you should have said, "Well, you're retired." Yeah, um, just, man. Yeah, that's just yeah. Hey, so, 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 Jack, how do you end up um, at Notre Dame? I, I mean, coming out of high school, was that just like? Uh, a love of yours at some place that you wanted to go or well it was um 
what's funny is you say that and still at my parents house back home i have a closet full of u of i stuff like i have a james augustine jersey like i have okay. all this stuff so then but the thing was illinois when we were recruiting them when we were getting recruited they didn't really weren't as interested in stuff so when notre dame came on the table we didn't even think it was an option until they just came to one of my games and were like, Hey, we're interested. And you don't say no to Notre Dame. Like, <laughs> it's just like, you just, you just can't. Cause uh, I remember, I remember I played really well. Coach Bray came and then I went upstairs to talk to coach called me and said, uh, we'd like to offer you a scholarship, blah, blah, blah. And I come downstairs and my parents are already watching Rudy. As I'm coming downstairs, they didn't own it. They went to Family Video and rented it while I was upstairs and had it wow. for when I came down. Because the, uh, it was just nuts. It was just so exciting, and it was the best one of the best decisions. Other than this pretty lady sitting over there, it was one of the best decisions I've made in my life. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very sure happy with how it your, went. You, sure, you all kicked your coverage over there, but well done, sir. Well yeah. done. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, you, you spend your time at Notre Dame, just like, how do you go transition from, you know, really being uh, an NCAA like beast, then to just extending this career? I mean, you, you just keep playing. That's what I love. It's like, look, is there ever going to come a time where you're like, okay, no, I, I mean, have sneakers will travel, right? Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is I went to Notre Dame, and when I got the scholarship, I was like, all right, like, I'm going to get an amazing education. Like, basketball's taking me very far. This is cool. Like, I'm going to obviously try my best when I'm there, but the key here is education, and I'm going to prioritize that. And then when I was done, I I mean, like, my junior year, I started playing really well. And my senior year, I played really well. And I was like, because that's just what we needed to do to win. I needed to play well. So I was like, all right, that's what I'll do. And then when I was done, or after it really started after my junior year, Mike Bray was like, Hey, you can put your name into the draft and see what they say and then pull it right back out. Coach Bray was smart. He was not losing me. He had the paper to sign <laughs> to go into the draft and he had the paper to come back out. And I signed <laughs> both of them at the same time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Coach so was not good. letting me leave. And I was like, Oh, I was like, why? Why, why should I do this? And coach was like, why should you do this? Why are you asking me? You should be the one asking me. You want to do this. And I was like, well, I'm coming back. He goes, oh, I know. And then I got the, and that's when I got the feedback. They're like early second to late first. And I was like, early second to late in, in what, like the, in what the draft? And they're like, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And then since I stayed an extra year, you know, when you get older and that draft, actually the 2013 yeah. draft had so many trades at the end that they just, every team was just default button to picking guys that go stash and never see again. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I get paid to play basketball. I'm going to keep doing this as long as people keep paying me, you know? It's just it's a game. <laughs> no doubt. So, uh, and I, I, I always love it. And, I mean, I'll keep doing it till I don't love it. And if, as long as that – I don't ever see that happening, so I'm not too worried about it. You know, you know Jack, playing in the NBA is, is fantastic. It's a, it's a, it's a dream. But, but I would say even for myself, probably one regret is not going and seeing the world at some time. Have you had the type of fun going around? I mean, you're in Japan on a beach. You've been to Italy. Have you enjoyed that aspect of it, being able to see the world through basketball? Yeah, I mean, it's been nuts. Everywhere I try to I go, like when I was in the EuroLeague, we played in Athens. We played in Russia. We played, wow, we played everywhere. And every time there's a, t there's a moment when you're stretching for like, the shoot around where you're like, 
I'm in the middle of Russia right now. Like, <laughs> what the heck yeah. is going on? Or like in Greece, they still play in the old um, Olympic arena that the that the Olympics wow. went for basketball. Yeah. So like, I'm sitting in there and I'm like, things the same court that all those superstars played at. I'm like, this is like, it, this is just an experience. And it's you you have to try to take a break and enjoy it because a lot of times you try to live life as usual and you just can't. You have to realize where you are and try to experience it. So. So it's been good. Yeah, Doug's over there acting like he's never gone anywhere. Doug, <laughs> he doesn't like to Come talk on. about this. But Doug, Doug went to North Korea with this Rockman. So, yeah, D- Doug has had his own adventures yeah. at the ga- that the game of basketball has taken him around the world, right, Doug? That, be- that, 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 that trumps everything I've done. <laughs> no, you know, that, that's why I say, Jack, like a kid from Seattle, Washington, I'd find myself like when I was there and, you know, I've been to Malaysia and different just it's, basketball has taken me to Europe when I was a rookie and different stuff. And you're right. You sit there for a moment and you just go, wow, man, you know, just uh, I'm a kid from Illinois. I'm a kid from Seattle. Yeah. And this this little orange leather ball has taken me around the globe. It's it's mind blowing a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just, it's also how weird that playing basketball has put me in a situation where in a time like this, where everything is going to, going to the heck and everything's going bad, that I'm okay. You know, I'm blessed enough that I'm able to be all right right now. And I've hit up a lot of people on Twitter that I've seen going through and I try to help them in ways that I can. But it's it's just such a blessing that how much this sport can help you. And it's just incredible. Now, Jack, I want to hit you on this. Um, early in your career, you did play for Utah, uh, and you did play with Rudy Gobert. Um, he's kind of like, actually, to be honest with you, I think when it's all written in the end, Rudy Gobert and whatever his his uh, his role in this will actually be looked at pretty heroic as opposed to how he's looked at now, which is, you know, the guy who may have passed on the coronavirus to one of his teammates and um, but like you know Rudy a little bit I assume what is your take on him and sort of the way that this whole thing has kind of played out over the last few weeks well I mean I think it's just been so unfair because Rudy was actually a really good friend of mine was there uh, when I was in Utah we hung out a lot I mean we, we got dinner a bunch of times and hung out played video games all the time and he's a, he's an unbelievably nice guy and he's really caring and he, he's really kind, but he, I mean, he makes jokes, but I mean, you remember when I was in the Kings, I make, I make jokes now. I've made jokes for the last right. 30 minutes, you know? And it's yeah. just yeah. like, and the way this virus works is it's almost impossible to pinpoint where it started and originating. And it's even more impossible and unfair to pass any blame on anyone for unknowingly having it and things like that. I just, I mean, then he followed it up and donated what, like a million dollars to help. Yeah. I mean, that should have immediately erased all, all blame, right? Like, it, it, it's, it's just odd that, I mean, people like to point out scapegoats, you know, and they like to point at one person and like to try to throw a lot of blame at them. And I think Rudy was unfortunately the one that they, they did that to. I mean, somehow the Lakers got away with having two people, and those names were never released. So it's just, it's just unfair sometimes with who gets the short stick. And I. Rudy's a fantastic guy and he's really fun to be around. And I just think that he, he just obviously joking can go too far, but I obviously he meant nothing bad. Way. Yeah. It depends on what, depends on what locker room you're in. That joking can go yeah. really far, really bad, really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when, 
when Jack Cooley isn't on the floor, I know you're on social media. What are the things that you like to do that bring you joy? Well, there's a lot. I mean, uh, there's a couple of things. I'd say eating good food is a really okay. enjoyable. Yeah, unfortunately. What's your, what's your favorite food? Oh, man, steak. Steak, but sushi. <laughs> sushi's coming up there a lot because we went to really? Nobu in Tokyo. And, oh, my God. That's just – sushi here is just different. And then – um. I like to fish a lot, and there's good fishing here. I've gotten invited out. But during the season, you know, these fishing trips, the good ones are like nine-hour, all-day, like, events. So it's not like you can – on an off day, they shouldn't be like, hey, did you rest? You're like, no, I was in the middle of the ocean fishing for nine <laughs> hours. The coach is going to be like, you're an idiot. What? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, try I'm trying to get more into that now that it's canceled. And uh, I don't know, playing – we like to play some board games and video games together, so just fun stuff. Okay. You know? I'm too crazy. You know, she, you can invite her into the screen. She can come and say hi if you want. Honey, you want to come say hi? You want to? Oh, okay, she's in pajamas. <laughs> I was told so. Uh, yeah, but so what? are we. I mean, they can't see. <laughs> no, they can't yeah, see. You can, come over here. you can put a shirt on. No, Jack. <laughs> Uh oh, she Jack, has one. I'm Jack, I haven't one. worn pants in like in like four weeks. Hey, you saw me. Hey, you was, hey, Jack, the that's US way more information than I needed from him. By the way, <laughs> the U.S. government told you to please put on pants when you go check your mail. So I make sure everyone follows that. I suggest they do. Yeah, and that's sunshades right. for for the hamster. I, I got to wear shades when ham goes uh, shorts. That's for sure. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, Jack, you know, I, you, uh, we brought up uh, Rudy Gobert, but I also, I don't know, did you see uh, that Trevor Booker announced his retirement? Um, okay. Oh, yeah. wait. Hey, you want to come visitor? say hi? Yeah, you want to come say hi? Come, say come hi. on. Come say hi. Oh, Hello. hi. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hey, Jack's hi. better half. Hey, hey Jack's hi. better half. Hello. Oh, hello. hello. Yeah, definitely <laughs> the better just... half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kidding. she just said that. Oh, sick bird. Wow. Sometimes loud. the truth hurts. We talked about this. <laughs> it, it does. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's true. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's oh, awesome. Kidding. Okay, so uh, you guys were supposed to get married this summer. So why don't you tell us uh, what's happening with that because of all of this mess that the world is in? Yeah, unfortunately, we had to change our wedding. Um, to next summer of 2021 because of everything that's going on. And we just felt like it was safer because we have a bunch of friends coming in from out of town. There's a lot of older people coming to our wedding. So we didn't want to like risk someone getting sick. So we just made it to next summer, which kind of stinks for us. But I mean, in the long run, it will be better and we'll be married. So yeah, it's okay. It'll be fine. We're just going to get it We're done. just going to get married sometime this summer, like at the courthouse or something. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jack, Jack said he's enjoying Japan. How about yourself? Oh my gosh, I, we are very, very lucky. We are on a beautiful island. So I am loving life. The beach is literally across the street. So I love it here. The people are so nice and so welcoming. And I don't know, I love it. <laughs> I don't want to go home yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, eventually, Doug, we're going to have to get Jackie on this too. So we can have the Jackie uh, Christie uh, uh, on the pod. Uh, so we yeah, can have we'll, we'll, we'll like have to. This. We'll have to hook that up. We'll have to hook Reality that up. Reality TV star Jackie Christie. That's we'll right. Just, they, just bring them all in, man. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Have like and a double we'll date. And then they all just talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Uh, well, it was I nice to know. meet you guys. Oh, oh wait, you hang on. One, one more okay. question. One more question. 
Okay, okay, okay. Uh, um, how much how much have you enjoyed the basketball adventure that he is on and getting to see these different places and, and go around the world and, and, you know, watch him play against, uh, you know, whether it's Italy or uh, yeah. in the Bundesliga or, you know, it's, it's an amazing adventure. Yeah, it is really cool. Um, I, this is my first year living with him. So last year I was still working and I would just visit him on spring break, winter break, and because um, I was a teacher, so I would just come on my breaks, and it was so cool to be like, I'm going uh, to Italy for winter break, <laughs> and my students would be like, what? <laughs> and it was really cool. To be, like, everywhere we've been is such a cool experience, and he's always loved every single team he's played for, so, and everyone's so nice, and um, I was with him when he was on the Kings, too, and I would still fly out, like, multiple weekends in a month, and that was such a cool experience, so I love following. I love this life. <laughs> <laughs> the basketball very, life, I guess. Very appreciative <laughs> of our blessings. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Very, very, very no blessed. doubt. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. No, it's that's awesome. It, it's a, it seems like it's a, it's a good adventure for you guys, especially as a young couple, like getting to explore the world together and uh, you know get to see all this amazing this amazingness that is the world around you. So, hey, uh, hey, Jack, have you guys tried the sushi that if you do not cut it properly, it will kill you? <laughs> no, I think, isn't that the that's blowfish? The yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, it is a blowfish. I haven't tried it, but I'm just asking. I mean, come on, Ham, you're laughing at me. It's a question, man. I mean, Jack <laughs> is adventurous, okay? It is. It is. I'm not, I mean, I, would, I, I don't know. I, no, I've never tried Go it. Go start I know, I know. I've never tried. I never She's tried. She's just it. like you want to. I didn't even know that was a thing. If so they sell it at the one down the street. Wait, they do. Yeah, I saw it on the last oh page. Yeah. Maybe we'll try just for you. Oh, yeah. there you go. Go <laughs> around the world trying you. all I'm the dangerous kidding. food. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, I, all right. Well, hey, uh, we don't want to keep you guys all day. You guys are, you know, again, uh, it's it's late here. Well, it's it's almost eight thirty here p.m. Uh, but you guys are like in the middle of the day. You need to go out and enjoy the sunshine. Uh, but like, how long are are you guys going to be there? When do you guys expect to come home? Um, how is this all going to work out for you guys since you are kind of like abandoned in, in China? I mean, not in um, China, in Japan. <laughs> Japan. My bad. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It happens. Yeah. Usually, all our friends make the same mistake. Yeah. You know? But um, uh, we don't know yet because we just need to see. Because here right now, we're not really in lockdown. And the United States is just keeps getting pushed back and back. And I mean, we miss our family, but when we go home, we have to quarantine ourselves for two weeks anyways. Going through an airport's probably the most dangerous place on earth right now, almost. Mm -hmm. So it's just, we're very comfortable. Staying like day by day, the honestly. Team is very <laughs> courteous to keep letting us stay in the apartment. And uh, they're like that we're here and we're staying safe. So everything, everything's going to be. I think we're just going to feel it out. We'll probably reassess the beginning of May. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, Jack, is not trying to, he's not trying to come yeah. back. I hear, I hear you on the beach in Japan. Yeah, I, I would be like, chilling yeah. too. I know. I know. I know. Good. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, hey, that's going to do it for this edition of the Purple Talk podcast on NBC Sports California. Uh, the Coolies have joined us, which is amazing. Uh, soon to be Coolies. Uh, so we'll just like wrap it up there. Um, yeah. but yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for joining us. It, it's, uh, it's great to see you. And of course, you know, Sacramento, whatever you've done, Jack, you go around everywhere. You're going around the world being everyone's fan favorite. 
And I don't know how you've mastered the art of it, but uh, I hope you get to do it until, you know, until your sneakers fall off, man. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you all the secrets because <laughs> then you could do it and then I lose my charm. No, 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 no. You, no, you got to keep a couple not, of them. Hey, just so you know, that's not happening, Jack. You can tell him whatever you want. That ain't happening, baby. That ain't happening. 5'11", man, it ain't happening. <laughs> you can't teach tall, Jack. You can't that teach tall. That is true. That is that's true. Right. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And, uh, you know, again, you guys take care out there. Be safe. All right. Thank, thank you, you so too. much. Thanks thank for having us. Appreciate it. Be <laughs> Bye. Well. All right. Bye-bye. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.